Hello, everybody, and welcome back to People in Politics on this December the 28th of 2020. My name is Jamison Bellman, and it's my pleasure to be with you. Um, as this is our second ever episode, and it's towards the end of the year, I thought it would be particularly appropriate um, to do sort of a 2020 retrospective so we can really analyze the um, big political events of 2020, and there are a lot, so I had to narrow it down to three, and again, this is my opinion um, with regards to the three most important ones, but the ones I wanted to cover are, and this is in no particular order or according to their reports, this is just how I've decided to cover them, uh, the coronavirus and the associated response um, is the first topic we will cover. Now, this is and the other two are um, the confirmation of Amy Coney Barrett as well as the election and we will cover those topics uh, as best as we can in probably just a little under a half hour as opposed to the more typical 15 minute format. So it's an extended episode. And we'll start with the coronavirus uh, response. Um, and the way, because the name of the show is People and Politics, the way the people have responded to uh, the government's coronavirus response. Um, so, as we near the end of an entire year in lockdown, because, well, for some of us, at least here in Oregon, which is my home base, uh, it's been close to a year, for some of you, a little bit longer, maybe a little bit less, um, but... The coronavirus response um, started out as a public public health response. Uh, that's what it was intended to be, and then it then it sort of devolved into um, this political game, this theory of us versus you the anti-maskers and the pro-maskers, and and pretty soon, after a couple months of that, we we forgot uh, that this was supposed to be a public health response, and the politics uh, degenerated into a very adversarial process, as opposed to a collaborative one, which is an unfortunate side effect of 2020 as a political year. And uh, 
I'm going to hit on that theme throughout the other two topics too. Um, this sort of us us versus your mentality because right now the politics of 2020 and I predict 2021 although I'm optimistic for the future um, has degenerated in to us versus you left versus right and is not so much a uh, collaborative political process uh, to find the best solution for you, the American people, which is what I would prefer, and what what uh, what uh, you would prefer, and what most of us would prefer. Um, it's left versus right. I'm right, you're wrong, and the people in the middle are left uh, standing around. Um, with their hands in the air saying, well, that's a waste of time. That doesn't represent us. And I think, unfortunately, um, that translated into the coronavirus response. Uh, Didn't start out that way, but we uh, went sliding down the greasy rabbit hole of I'm right and you're wrong, and people just need to close their mouths and do the work and find the best solution that they possibly could. And unfortunately, that didn't happen, and it caused a lot of, and continues to cause, um, a lot of unnecessary economic complications. It continues to cause great deal of social tension and it continues to let the pandemic run wild rather than control it because we can't we can't seem to get get our act together um to come together and to coalesce and to unify and i for one am tired of that um that that also happened um, with the election, I mean, let's, let's face it, folks, um, it wasn't an election about the issues that the American people cared about. It was an election about two people who hated and still hate each other. Um, it, it was not an election, um, we didn't get to pick the issues that were discussed. The candidates did that, but strangely, strangely, and I think this is a wonderful thing about American politics and Western politics in general, strangely, even though the candidates picked the issues, uh, the people drove the conversation and ultimately were, were the deciding factor in this election. Um, but I think we have more work to do. And it's my hope for 2021 uh, that the people will actually get to pick the political topics that are discussed 
by the leaders of Washington and and across the various states and in the territories, rather than just having to muster up all we can to attempt to insert ourselves in our politics. It, the people of the country should not have to insert themselves in politics like it's a forceful injection. We should be the primary force of of the politics. And I hope I hope that that changes. They should take and when I say they I mean the leaders in Washington, they should take our lead, not the other way around. Um because at the end of the day we do send them there to do our business on our behalf, on our dollar. So therefore, we should be the dominant aspect in the political discussion across the country. Um, and it's sad that we we have to force ourselves into politics like it's an injection, because it 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 should not be a hassle to say, oh. I really don't like either of you, but I I guess I'll vote for you. Or it's it's a choice of of two philosophies I don't agree with wholly, but I guess I'm stuck with it, so oh I'll pick you. It shouldn't be that way. And that's that's what a lot of people felt twenty twenty is oh damn it, I've gotta pick between these candidates that I don't really like, but here we go. It's the only choices I've got. So, bottoms up, folks. Let's let's uh, make it work. And and that that should not be. It should not be like taking a shot and praying to God that you made the right decision. You should feel confident in the decision you made. Um, and I think that's what the election boils down to, is making um, is making sure from now on we don't have another election like 2020 or 2016 where the people um, it's like taking an injection as I said, because it really was. Oh, here we go. It's forced. This is something I have to do, and I'm not looking forward to it. But oh well. Um, and I, I think with um the the confirmation of Amy Coney Barrett, although in my view, she's probably supremely qualified um it did feel like oh boy here we go again another fight between um two two groups of people who don't really represent us oh boy oh boy here we go again let's 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 get on the right gear and beat the drugs of war You you know it sort of felt like that and really it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be that way. It should be 
when it comes to an election, when it comes to a national pandemic, when it comes to confirming a Supreme Court justice, it should be a collaborative process um, to to um, make the uh, best decision for the nation. And it just it just wasn't. It fell it fell short. It fell short of the the American political standard, which generations past have fought and bled and died and to try to establish. It, it fell short of that. And that's a shame. And that, unfortunately, folks, um, was 2020. And uh, I would describe it um, as an Annus Horribilis, or Horrible Year, because it was. It, it has been a horrible year. Uh, but let us not despair. Um, I know that some of you are going to disagree with us, or disagree with me here on the show, but I am optimistic for 2021, and I'll tell you why. Because I think in 2021, the people of, of this nation and across the world and across democratic societies will finally have a chance uh, to coalesce and to come together and, and to drive the conversation and get back in the driver's seats of their nation where they always should have been, and where only they deserve to be. Because I want you to keep in mind, the Constitution was not written as a, as a top-down document. It was written as a bottom-up document, meaning the, the power of the nation flows from the bottom to the people at the top. They they take our instruction from us. They they express our will and our courage and our collective hopes and our collective dreams. And hopefully, in 2021, we can get back to that. Hopefully, um, I mean I'm not gonna make any any promises or predictions that would be stupid and irresponsible of me, but I am, I am optimistic. And uh, let's, let's make sure that um, we make the best of it and be involved in our democracy and, and seize the momentum um, which has clearly been built over time. I think, I think when you talk to people, um, people have built, um, momentum and are ready, ready for change and ready to get back into the driver's seat of politics. Uh, so yes, let's, let's hope that that happens, and let's be optimistic, let's not be pessimistic, let's be pragmatic, let's 
let's be cautious, yes. But let's be, let's be pragmatic and optimistic and willing to put in the work so that we can build a better nation and so that the people can drive the politics as they deserve to and as they would wish to and as they are compelled to do by the Constitution and by our other founding documents. And let's just not hope that uh, this for the United States, but for democratic society is across the world. Let's hope that the UK can get its mess sorted out. Let's hope that Germany can get its mess sorted out. Let's hope that we can bring more nations into the democratic fold. Let's continue to make progress with burgeoning democratic nations. Uh, We've got a lot of work to do, folks, but we've done a lot of work already, and we should be proud of that. Um, And I know I said at the beginning uh, it was going to be 30 minutes, but I don't think I'll keep you too much longer. I think that pretty well covers 2020 and my thoughts on it in 2021 going forward for people and politics. This is Jameson Bauman signing off. As always, it's been a pleasure. Thank you.